Hi, and welcome to WOW Talk, Women of Wellness. My name is Donna Capacity. My name is Darlene Gustin. And today we are going to talk about trends in natural medicine that we would like to see go away. Is that correct? Well, the trend that I see, it's, it's great that natural medicine has grown immensely since I entered the field almost 30 years ago, that it's become much more developed, much more accessible, much more integrated. The concern that I have is the amount of self-prescribing that's going on. And people walking into health food stores and buying things or multi-level marketing uh, to me is like the blind leading the blind without really any requirements for knowledge in the employees in health food stores or the people who distribute these products um, personally or through multi-level marketing companies. So as a naturopath working primarily with cancer patients, I find that they're a very vulnerable group of people who will do anything to get better and buy anything and try anything and surrounded by circles of well-meaning friends and neighbors. But when they come to me, the typical new patient that comes in will come bearing two plastic grocery bags full of supplements. And I respect what they've purchased. I tell them we will make do with what you have. Let me see what you bought. And we will go through every product and I will say, why did you buy this? What do you need it to do? And usually the answers are, I read an article, I watched a TV show, my neighbor told me about it, my best friend told me to, to buy this. And professionally speaking, when I look at what they've purchased, 80 to 100% of what they're buying is all the wrong products. Sometimes it's an issue with product quality, like that's not the kind of calcium you use for bones. It's good if you have heartburn, but it's not good if you're buying it for your bone density. Or sometimes the supplements clash with their prescription medications. Or sometimes it's just completely out on a limb. And I said, I've never heard of it. And yes, I know that I've, I've heard some buzz about this product, but nobody's researching it. None of the professional product lines are making it. So maybe it will be the new thing a year or two from now. But if I don't know about it, I won't. I won't support it because I don't know what it's doing. So, so the big misconception is that there's, because it's natural, that there is no harm. But that's actually not true. Exactly. And I can say I am guilty, guilty as charged. I have done that for sure several times, even though I have worked with you for years. But I would say prior to that, um, I would do that. But even... I have to say, uh, even currently, if someone says to me, oh, I tried this particular thing with my daughter and it helped her sleep better or helped her stay calm, I'm all over it and I'll get the name and I'll go out and I'll, I'll pick it up from a health food store, um, that sort of thing. But, but the other uh, thing I was thinking about is it's interesting how we seem to be educated enough and know better than to, let's say, buy um, uh, extra strength, uh, 
pills and things like that. Like, like we may, but like that, let me rephrase that. So we would go out, let's say, and buy Tylenol or Advil or things like that, but we can't just go and pick up prescription medication. We actually need a prescription from a doctor. So that is because we have talked about that because it would be harmful. Otherwise, any, none of us could, could prescribe antibiotics for ourselves or what have you. So by the same token, it's interesting how we have this false sense of um, protection that we could go ahead and buy whatever herbs we want. And we could be mixing herbs with things that we shouldn't be, or we can already be on a prescription and taking some sort of supplement that would either counteract it or cause it to be double the potency. And I am sure that you can tell us even more about this sort of thing that we should be concerned about. Definitely. Uh, a lot of the time what I'm doing is reorganizing the schedule of how people are taking supplements in addition to their prescribed medications. So I'm not allowed to alter any prescribed medications, and I don't. The person who prescribed it handles that. But it's, it's quite the norm in my clinic that as I implement treating the cause the person's need for the medication would be less but i always send them back to the medical doctor to handle that um, dose change because they prescribed it but i think the ultimate misconception is that natural means safe um, and also with natural medicine naturopathic medicine the focus, the philosophy is not just the use of natural products. It's about treating the root cause and treating the individual. So the philosophy guides the fact that you could not have one prescription for everybody. So when you mentioned that your friend found a supplement that was very effective for her child or herself to sleep, and you go running to the health food store to buy the same product, you might not have the same reason for not sleeping. So a person could be not sleeping because they're premenopausal and their progesterone hormone level is down. And somebody else could be not sleeping because they're spending too much time on electronics in the evening. And a third person might not be sleeping because they have emotional stress and their mind is racing. So the solution for those three people, the symptom is the common ground. Everybody's not sleeping. But the root cause is different for each person. And therefore, the treatment plan or the supplement or the lifestyle recommendation is individual to each individual's unique reason for why am I not sleeping? That is so poignant and so interesting what you just said. And that can relate to any condition really would you not say everything i mean we're using absolutely absolutely and and as a naturopath it's it's really sticking to those core principles of naturopathic medicine what defines me it's not i i often use this particular sentence in my practice i am not practicing natural medicine i am practicing naturopathic medicine so natural medicine would be something like if you are talking to a person who has chronic headaches or migraines and they are a regular consumer of over-the-counter Tylenol and they would say, I want something natural instead. 
So maybe they would try peppermint oil or willow bark, which is a, a natural version of aspirin chemically from a plant. And so a natural person, a natural doctor and would say, why take Tylenol? Because willow bark is better because willow bark is a herb. And the naturopath doesn't see that as acceptable. The naturopath says, you know what? You don't, it's not health to need Tylenol every six hours. And it's also not health to need willow bark every six hours. And we're very focused on why do you have headaches? The real answer, the naturopathic answer is let's get rid of the headaches. And maybe that person has a misalignment in their neck and it's not some supplement or diet change at all. It's actually referring them to a chiropractor or a massage therapist to say, hey, you had that car accident two years ago and your headaches ha happened after that car accident. So I don't want to give you willow bark to replace your Tylenol. I want to discuss to you biomechanical health. That's not what I'm trained in. And, and I would actually refer them to another practitioner who works more with the muscles, the joints, and the bones to give them a, a better recovery in their musculoskeletal health, whereas what I'm doing is more chemistry. So what would your recommendation be then for anybody wanting to, to go on this path and to take a more natural approach or naturopathic approach to their health? A big part of what I do is I test some things that nobody else has looked at. So there's also a whole world of testing and health assessments that are available through private labs or in naturopathic clinics that patients don't know about and even medical doctors don't know about. So I find that when I do some of these extra tests, for example, a hair mineral analysis, I pretty much do on every patient because it measures all your minerals. And the reason that I'm testing everybody is because half of all the tests are coming back with toxic amounts of heavy metals. So that's the primary reason, but the part that patients get more excited about is the mineral part of the test. So calcium, magnesium, zinc, iron, copper, which supplements should I take? So it gives you a cost-effective roadmap to which supplements should I buy, at what dose, for how long. Or another test that we do in office is the live cell microscopy. And this is a test that usually I have a reason to do the test. Maybe the person has digestive complaints or cardiovascular or immune, because we can directly visualize the red blood cells, the white blood cells, the plasma, and um, it's also a test that is good for someone who's just curious for prevention or for cancer aftercare. So there's different levels of not being well. So you, you might be cancer-free according to an oncologist or a mammogram. And then you get downgraded into a lesser amount of unwellness. And you go, okay, so I don't have cancer. But in my blood sugar, maybe my iron is low or my white blood cells are down. And that's more the world. You're not no longer in the level of disease, but you're in a level of dysfunction. 
that my body could be a little bit healthier, but I don't have any big, serious, life-threatening diagnosis or pathology. And then one step better than that would be that you might have some symptoms. So there's a lot of patients that I meet who don't feel good, but they don't have a disease and their blood work is normal, but they have some symptoms, maybe something like fatigue. And, and in that world of symptoms, sometimes you need to test in a way that's different from a medical doctor's blood test, which is designed to look for early levels of disease. And then there's one step smaller than that, which is the world of prevention. So with the cancer patient who no longer has cancer, has normal blood work, and even has no symptoms, sometimes on a test such as live cell microscopy, we'll see something's off about their digestion or their immune system, etc. So there's a big, big world of health that I know about and work with every single day, the world of you can't feel it. That includes cholesterol, that includes bone density, that includes blood pressure. So I think that it is a much better strategy to do an appropriate test based on your history, your family history, and say, and have something to go on before you go and blindly buy supplements that work for other people. And these tests are not very expensive. So in the long run, the person actually saves time, saves money, and any supplements that they do buy are actually the ones that they should have bought. Okay, then. So I guess first and foremost would be to find a naturopathic doctor in your local area. And I wonder how one would be able to assess a doctor and to know if they are, if they're good, if they're reputable. And um, I guess you could go and request these type of tests, um, maybe feel them out. I know in some places, uh, insurance, uh, private insurance does cover the cost of a naturopathic doctor, at least for the consultation. I know not the supplements uh, necessarily. I don't know what plans people have, uh, but if not, I would definitely feel that this is uh, it's such an investment. It's a necessary investment that all of us should make in order to. Brought up a really good point. How do you how do you know which naturopath to go to? I think that's the ultimate question because we can be so different from one naturopath to the next, and we're not allowed in Ontario in Canada. We're not allowed to post testimonials. But why does that even matter? I mean unregulated health professionals can buy testimonials, can fake testimonials. So most of my patients come from word of mouth. Somebody that, that you know told you that they had a positive experience and they sent you. So in, in my practice, it's, it's word of mouth. But, but if that's not the case, if, if somebody's listening and they don't have anybody who's already seen a naturopath, you can choose the right naturopath a few different ways. It's, it's not always about how experienced they are, how many years they've been in practice. Sometimes I will get patients who have seen other naturopaths 
and, and that's okay. And usually what happens is the modalities that I'm using could be different from the previous naturopath. Some naturopaths have a special interest. For instance, my special interest, I've always had a passion for working with cancer. And we have mandatory continuing education, a lot of hours that we have to put in per year to just maintain our license. And, and my choice has been that all of my hours that I have to do in pharmacology and biochemistry and pathology, I have all these points I have to collect. All the courses that I choose to go to are cancer related. So I have an immense amount of additional up-to-date training every single year in this particular field. That doesn't mean that I can't help somebody with allergies. So if it's a cancer patient, they might look for that. What is your special interest? If it's somebody who has an interest in nutrition, they might want a naturopath who does hair mineral analysis. Not every naturopath does that. I have a microscope in my clinic, whereas another naturopath does not have a microscope, but they have a food sensitivity testing machine in their clinic. So you would ask that naturopath, what is your area of special interest? Which modalities do you do? Are you working more with food? Are you working more with homeopathy? Are you working more with herbs? Are you working more with mental health and the body-mind connection and stress management? So you would ask them, which modalities, which kind of equipment do you have in your clinic? And that will start narrowing down your choices. And how far they are from where you live is not usually um, a factor. For, for sure with chiropractors, when I'm helping a patient find the right chiropractor, how far that person is from their home or work would matter a lot because you have to go often. But with the naturopath, you don't go as often to the appointments. And I have patients all over Ontario. I even have patients in other countries. Sometimes those patients used to live in Oakville now they've moved away. And other than doing a physical exam, all the tests can be ordered for them remotely. Supplements can be provided through virtual dispensary. And now it is regulated and more acceptable and more the norm to do telemedicine, telehealth through phone or video. So, um, so if you can't find a naturopath that clicks in your town, you don't need to find them in your town especially with what's going on now. Uh, we do a lot of these uh, Zoom meetings and um, doctor's appointments. So this is a very good idea. So anyone could even uh, approach you and uh, be assessed by you other than if you required, I guess if you required the hair sample, they could mail it to you. Um, I know that sometimes when I've been in your clinic, you've done a few tests where you've actually had to put something onto my body. Uh, but uh, but overall, that you make a very good point there. So I guess having said that, um, it's given our listeners much to think about. And um, we can also uh, provide in our description how one could get in touch with you should they like to get your opinion on their health and have you as their practitioner 
And um, is there anything else you would like to add before we sign off today? I think the moral of the story today is to find a professional to guide you. And in the end, it will be more cost effective because I know a lot of people are very affected by budget now because of our 2020 COVID experience. People have lost their jobs or lost their coverage. So they don't have as much disposable income. And many of my patients would, would validate what I've said, that it was actually much less cost and more effective to have had some professional guidance in their supplement selection. So thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. Please send us your comments. And if you have any questions, we would love to hear them. We would love to answer them. And don't forget to subscribe. So we'll see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.